Back Pocket presents Golden Nuggets. There are golden nuggets in every podcast we do. Here are our three golden nuggets. Enjoy. Moving on to a segment, and this is kind of touching on what October's all about to the back pocket. We are embracing sober October. Mm. Jack Burke let us in. He said, I'm going to do it in September, and we're like, no, let's do it when it rhymes in October. A little bit. It's got a little. T- it's got a little twang to it. Sober October. It sounds better. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we we jumped on board with Jack, and mm-hmm. we were like, "Let's go these thirty days sober." I don't think I've ever done. I don't think I've ever been like in the last ever since I turned twenty one. Of course, I don't think I've not drank a beer for at least a week for a long like. For, I think yeah for every, the whole time. Every Friday, Saturday, I definitely at least drank one. a few. Yeah, and that's not like a harm. I, that's not me like admitting that I'm an alcoholic. But, I mean, I've just never committed to being sober. And it's kind of weird because I don't have, like, an urgent – have urgency to, like, drink a ton of beers. But I also don't have an urgency to not drink a ton of beers. So I'm in this weird, like, gray area. And You're I'm in limbo. Exactly. I want to see how, how to respond. So another thing we're doing in, in October is I'm going to do a little side project. Hmm. I'm taking this on, a little head-on. It's going to be a documentary. I'm just going to record one minute every single day. One of the roommates or one someone participating Sober October with us will do a one-minute interview on that day, how they're feeling. I love it. I think that's going to capture the moment. And, it, and it's not saying like this is an extreme event, like this is going to be the hardest thing we've ever done. No. It's going to test us at times just because what else are you going to do on the weekends? You know, like it's what you're sitting watching football. We're grinding on some podcast content and uh, we usually crack a few beers. Now we're going to just crush LaCroix. Yeah, now we can't... <laughs> I, I've really only had one LaCroix in my life. Holy smokes, I've probably had 300. Yeah, you. how many LaCroix do you drink a night already? And you're not sober October Yeah, now. 300 I lowballed myself big time because I drink probably three to five LaCroix when I get back from work a day. Oh, my gosh. How much sugar is in those? None. None. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> no sugar. <laughs> no sugar, Declan. There's just none at all. That's just what I heard. Uh, but that's crazy, dude. I mean... Yeah, I'm going to have to start picking up the LaCroix game a little bit. i got to spend my money on something. i got to be productive in some way, and I think LaCroix can help me out. LaCroix help. will help you out. Maybe grab the baseball mitt. We'll go outside, play catch, mm-hmm. grab the cards, play a little euchre. I taught you euchre day one we moved into yep. uh, the mansion. Euchre, the card game. The card game, yep. yep. And uh, we'll, we'll get back into that because I need a partner, and we can mm-hmm. totally dominate Matt Aaron and Jack Burke and euchre. Yeah. Oh, we can jo- dominate anyone. Um, let's, let's not get away from that. Mm. Uh how about this, though? It's uh, sports betting. Parlays. Ooh. Yeah, we already got into that a little bit, and I can only imagine how deep we're going to dive into parlays. Yeah. One thing I know we are not going to do is probably chores around the house mm, or no. just chores in general. No, because while you're sober, you don't do chores. No. No, there's you're not supposed to. No, I, that's a rule I heard. Yeah. And I don't know where I got that, but no. I think Google said it. Yeah. Google not a, Google not a sponsor. Google not Shout out to Google. Great search engine, but... Yeah, definitely not doing chores during mm-hmm. during the month of October. A lot of production, though, I think that from the podcast end of things, I think being able to wake up earlier on Saturday and Sunday and just grind some stuff out at the local coffee shop, you and I just chopping stuff up, dicing up content. A lot of coffee, a lot of cold brew. But mm-hmm. you know what also, what also we're going to include? Yoga, of course, with Adrian, and also some fitness work Ooh. with Dr. Matt Weiss. Let's get at fit. Center of Movement. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Why? So you you're talking about your target audience, right? The people that want to get themselves better, mm-hmm. better themselves. 
we're seeing a huge trend in a ton more people that are like that. Andrew, mm-hmm. myself, Mark over here included, right? Yeah. Why do you think that is? I honestly, I mean, I see the same trends, and I honestly think that we've hit a rock bottom almost as far as like healthcare goes. Like, we're, I don't know if you guys knew this, but the United States of America spends multiple times more dollars on healthcare than any other country. And we rank out of the developed nations, some, like in the bottom three, as far as like our quality of health. Oh, so I did not know that. it is it is terrible. We're in, we're in rough shape. But I think that we've kind of started to see this and been like, you know what, like, and I think a big part of it too is it kind of goes parallel with like the tech generation, and we're way more educated than ever. I think. I mean, there might be other generations that disagree with millennials, and you know a lot of different stereotypes whatever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but i think that millennials and future generations are way more educated than anyone else on some of this stuff because they're they're getting they're digging they're figuring this stuff out and they they have resources to do it instead of just going based off of well this is what my neighbor said or this is what my uncle said or this is what my parents did it's now like well if i want to find out i can just network look it up mm-hmm. you know go to the source figure it out i think we're just a lot more driven that way and I don't know if I, I think that that carries over into healthcare as well so yeah find I mean there's so many people out there that they want more than just finding a crutch to feel better this week they want to figure out like well what can I do so I can still go and play rugby and not have the same nagging thing happen or that I can do crossfit and my shoulder's not gonna you know be bugging me every time I push something overhead mm-hmm. they're interested in figuring out what's causing that and same with nutrition you have like a story or something um, maybe specific that you can detail out and unpack for us where uh, you you failed and you just it sucked but you did it you know yeah I, I don't in my current business I, I've had struggles for sure I wouldn't say that I've had big failures yet and but as in my professional career I definitely have had failures with my first job and um not to get into all the details, but I was in a very dark place at one point where I didn't even know if I wanted to continue to do chiropractic at all. Mm. Uh, and because I was very overwhelmed with the business side of it. And I think it, looking back now, it's because I just wasn't being true to myself at all. And uh, I was overwhelmed with like, I hated, and, it, and that's not the answer either. But at the time, I just hated the idea of money. I hated the idea of like asking people to pay me for care I hated that it was all about numbers and it was all about like quotas and all these things because it's really difficult as the healthcare provider to also ethically be the business owner. There's, it's a fine line. It really is. And it's, I'm just being honest. It's, it's hard every day because you want to make sure that people are seeing you and getting value out of it. And you're not again, convincing somebody to see you because you have some lights to keep on. (laughs) And it's a difficult balance. But anyways, I was at a, at a point w- where I was, where it was, it was super dark. And uh, I could have, at that point, just bailed and tried to start my own then. But I knew that my, my personal place that I was in was not the place of a business owner, entrepreneur. Mm. So I just kind of like dialed it back. I really just kind of collected myself and it was like six months of, you know, I, I wasn't slacking, but I wasn't like going over the end to, to work my ass off. 
and I was just trying to protect my energy. And yeah, then I got to a point where that built back up and my passion and fire came back. Thank goodness, because it was, it was a scary point. I mean, I'm a very passionate guy in most areas of life and to not have that for a little while was like, it was scary. Mm. <laughs> Thanks very, for sharing that. No, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, that's it, was, big. it wasn't, it wasn't, it was not a, it was not a happy time, but no. anyways, so I think that learning from that is like, you know what, I, I'm glad that I did it that way because if I would have just jumped then and tried to start out, I think I would have been still mentally fried and I wouldn't have been excited. And then if I wasn't excited or passionate, I wouldn't have been authentic because I would have been scrambling to try to build my business instead mm-hmm. of just living my own life and letting, you know, making things happen. So. Talking about stepping back and reflecting, that's exactly it. That's yeah. awesome. And you shared it perfectly. And I hope our marketing interns can take a lot from that because at the end of the day, the goal of our show is for these marketing interns to have these tools that they're hearing from other people. They're like, oh, I didn't know you could do it that way. Or that actually does work to do it that way. <clears throat> and I think that's a perfect example of a tool of reflection. I mean, a lot of people preach it. It's written in all types of books and everything. Mm-hmm. But that's a perfect example of like, hey, I need to step back and actually evaluate the situation I'm in. Granted, I don't feel great about it right now, but there's an opportunity for growth out of this. Yeah, and I mean, going back to like the way, like you said, there's certain things that are done over and over again, uh, like in like social media. Like if you look at any, uh, not any, most chiropractic social media pages or even health and wellness pages are very much so. There's the guy that's bent over with like lightning bolts coming out of his back because he's in so much pain and it's like, <laughs> schedule your appointment, you know? Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. I, but I just decided that that's not what I wanted my brand to look like at all because I don't want to have people see me as a manual solution. I want them to see me as like a solution for educating them on what they can do for themselves. Empowerment is big <clears throat> for me. Uh, but it's, that's not how we learned it. We didn't learn it where you should just like post pictures of you in the park doing fitness things if you're a chiropractor, but shirts off, shirts off, (laughs) maybe, (laughs) but that's what I like to do. So, Mm -hmm. and you know, maybe I get the odd person ask me a question about like, well, Hey, what, why are you doing this weird position? Like, what is that rehabbing or what do you, you know? Mm -hmm. And then I know that that person is super invested because they're interested. They want to, they want to know how they can apply that to their life. Or they just want to make fun of me. I don't know. Either way, it's, it's fine. Absolutely. Either, either way, it's authentic. Yeah, either way. It's just, I'm just doing what I'm doing. All right. right. Oh, yeah. You're living your life, man. I think that's and Instead that's of phenomenal. convincing somebody that I'm the best clinic in the six-mile radius of, especially, I mean, this is true to a lot of areas, but in the Twin Cities, I mean, there's a there's a school here, a chiropractic school, so and the, the, it's a very saturated market and you can look at that as a good thing or a bad thing but mm-hmm. I don't think it's either it's just you still have to do the same thing you still have to just put the same work in it doesn't really matter who else is around mm-hmm. so just the reality yeah just, exactly. just reality <laughs> yep. thanks for tuning in to this week's Golden Nuggets if you want to watch this version of Golden Nuggets go onto YouTube and search the Back Pocket Podcast you'll go under that channel and you'll be able to find everything you need if you want to read the Golden Nuggets Go to yourbackpockets.com. That's with an S, yourbackpockets.com. And and go under the tab blog because that's where you'll be able to read it. If you want to interact with us, go on to social media, the Back Pocket Podcast on Instagram or on Twitter, underscore the Back Pocket. You know the drill. Interact with us. We love your interaction. Take care.